Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, episode number 326. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my stand-in co-host is David Harry, Senior SEO Consultant at Verve Developments. Thanks for coming on, my friend. Oh, anytime, brother. Anytime. Great. Yeah, John. Uh, somebody, somebody asked on a Facebook group yesterday, they said, you know, uh, why do you, do you see yourself doing SEO in five or ten years or something like that? And I, I just answered, SEO is not what I do, it's what I am. <laughs> it's it's just... <laughs> yeah, it's eat, sleep, and breathe and stuff. So yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, I do and I don't. I, I, I almost don't want to, but kind of inevitably do, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah. Which well, no, but again, at least you're room to do other stuff. You know what I mean? Five, six, seven years, I've gone into more into CRO and analytics and other stuff. Can you know? <clears throat> because that SEO becomes sort of second nature because you don't, I mean, as long as you're keeping on top of things and in communities, you know, you don't really have to, it becomes that second nature thing where you can look at things and see it from an SEO perspective. So, you know, you got time to dabble around in other stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I definitely, I, I have to do that or I go insane. I, yeah, yeah I've, um, I've got other people yeah. that can do the, the nitty gritty SEO stuff that I just I can't handle anymore. It just drives me nuts. Uh, um, that's what I got after 10, 15 years of it. I was like, okay, I got to I need to do something different today. <laughs> like, yeah. I really don't want to do another link on it. You know, really not. Well, and that's why I actually love running the business. It's, it's a lot of fun. I learn a lot. I'm always, there's always new things to do and creating new services to match the needs of clients. That's always interesting. Um, I'm fortunate, I think, in that I'm being small, medium business. I don't have to be as cutting edge as I would if I if I had a huge budget in the enterprise realm, where you know they are going balls to the wall on voice search and stuff, which is yeah. largely wild west. I mean, that's just I mean, well, it I, gets heavy. You know, there is heavy lifting. Yeah, you know, I do some consulting on larger, larger, much larger sites. You know I mean, so there's everything from your local elements on a national and international level. Then you get into like in-depth schema stuff or some some crazy HD access <laughs> things. Yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> you know, there is the odd challenge, but the bigger stuff, yeah, far more complicated for sure. It is, and and uh, you know, to your credit, you have to be even more on top of things. Um, I, I I think. Perhaps a sub, on a subconscious level, that's why I pick small, and medium size because they're not—they don't need to be necessarily as as top on top of the stuff. Well, frankly, they don't have the budgets. Um, they're they're yeah. more focused on yeah. what works and what's being established and what you know all the uh, uh, the rougher edges have been worn away. <laughs> yeah, and a uh, lot of times, you know, those SMB types, you know, they don't have as stiff a competition, so the budget's not as huge an issue. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, some of my SMB clients, you know, it seems like some of their competitors are just out to lunch. So it's like, you know, I feel like a magician. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I do a couple of things and boom, we'll take that ranking from you. Have a nice day. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Earned my dollars today. Yeah. yeah. Well, that feels yeah. fantastic. I love that. Yeah. And I actually really like too, just amazing how, how most small businesses don't have the time to be on top of the main basic questions even you know what and is i it? don't think and i don't think you want them to you know it, yeah. it's nice to have clients that you know have enough understanding to have that weekly bi-monthly meeting with you and, and know where you're coming from 
But at the end of the day, I want they're paying me to do that. I want them to be good at what they do. Go run your business. You know what I mean? And some of my favorites, especially smaller clients, you know, I love that aspect. That they're like, wow, things are going well, great, Dave. You know, here's some money. You know, like here's your next month's pay. Have a nice day. Things are going swimmingly. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I I think that's the way it should be, really. If you're serving smaller and medium sized businesses, you want them to go out and be good at what they do. You know, and like they're paying us to be good at what we do. So Do you do a lot of uh local SEO? I'm not a lot, no, not my bag. The boys always make jokes about that in, in my <laughs> show, which is, you know, if you want to shut Dave up this week, just bring up local and he'll shut up and let everyone else talk. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's a running joke with me. Um, I've done it, I, I do, I okay, I've done it, which is kind of strange, but I've done it on like, you know, national levels, yeah. meaning like, let's say dealerships so you or distributors or whatever. Like, so, you know, you've got a larger, medium-sized corporation that has, you know, 100 dealers nationally. So then it's kind of this sort of national, local, hybrid kind of strategy. So, you know, I deal with some of that stuff. Yeah, and you get to do the full on, uh, here's the spreadsheet of all our, our uh, locations, location codes. Yeah, and it's so submit. easy for each yeah. of these guys to eat, eat, eat each other's lunch. You know what I mean? Like I've <laughs> come into those situations where, you know, the one this city over is ranking higher than this guy this city over in the same state or province or whatever. And, you got to try and figure out, you know, how's that equity passing from the mothership on down through the different distributors and how to iron all that out so everyone's not eating each other's lunch. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I struggle with, and and just so listeners know, this is a really be a different show, actually. Usually John and I, John Carcutt, who couldn't make it today, but we usually just go off the news and then sort of riff on what we've been talking about and, you know, just follow that process today. There's almost nothing on the plate, so this is going to be great. This is well, just, you uh, know, look, since since we're on that topic, let me come back to you with this then, because I also do a news show weekly. Um, it's dry, you know. I mean, there isn't as much every week for me to pick and choose from to than there used to be, like even a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like I I almost struggle some weeks trying to find topics. You know, GDPR or whatever took up last week, so that was no problem. Everyone lost oh. their poop. Everyone lost their poop about that one. <laughs> like, oh my god. But, yeah, I, I find a lot of weeks that, you know, and then the summer months tend to often be that way. But, you know, it, you there is just seems to be less going on. Like the Matt Cuts days, he was always open to saying something somewhere. <laughs> it was SMX or a video or, you know, you know, there's a, a little news piece today. Let's see. Uh, I was giggling about before we came on. Um, Google says, uh, being John Mueller in this case, Google says uh, crawl budget optimi- optimization is overrated. So this is uh, May 31st. That's today. There you go. So today on the search engine roundtable. And, uh, but it's funny because there's like, you know, one, two, three, four, five tweets from John Mueller. And he, and he starts off saying, uh, IMO, crawl budget is overrated. Most sites never need to worry about this, yada, yada, yada. Um, then he goes on to say best practices, usual crap. Uh, I could have zero effect. Um, working them's great if you don't see a significant, but don't expect to see a significant change. Then he comes back with another tweet saying, "Well, removing 20 pi- useless pages is great for lean or site can help users." Yada yada yada. <laughs> then tweet number four, he goes, "Okay, well, um, if we crawl 50k pages to your site, it's not going to make an effect going from a thousand pages to 900. But maybe with a site with a billion pages, a billion. Who's got a John, John, nobody has a billion pages. I wonder if there is. I worked on a site with like 20 million, something like that. Yeah, it's a Oh, dear God. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was called in on that one because they were uh, migrating URLs on about one and a half million of them, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a bit of a 
second set of icing. And anyway, so his fifth tweet, he goes, ultimately, y'all are the experienced y'all. Yeah, that's kind of funny. He's where he, considering where John Mueller lives, y'all, <laughs> y'all, yes, sure, yes, y'all, y'all, people there. He says, y'all are the experienced experts. You've seen what works and what doesn't. So he goes on for four tweets giving advice, then turns around and says, well, you guys know I don't. You know. <laughs> Whatever you guys think. You're the experts. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. hey, I, I don't work for you. Google. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't exactly. I want that job, Danny, you bugger. Clearly, <laughs> you can just go out and say a bunch of stuff and turn around and say, well, you guys know better than I do. <laughs> Whatever. Oh if it's God. for it. Like, oh my God! Oh, bless John's heart. Oh, uh, he's yeah. been he's been he's been a pretty decent uh, decent substitute for Matt. Matt was just so busy. Yeah. John actually gets back to you pretty quickly. So I yeah, John's really good. That. I talked to him a fair bit, and you know, he even comes into hangouts like you know, eminent bills and stuff. So I, I get I spent some time yapping with him. Yeah, he doesn't nice he doesn't mind jumping on podcasts and stuff. In fact, we're overdue to have another one. He's just he's great. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, um, very accessible. Oh, yeah, one of the uh, things that I- I've run into, I always run into, actually, I find with small businesses, um, trying to show them value. Because a lot of times, what I was going to get to earlier was that they don't really know what is working or what isn't working because they're not really tracking metrics. They're just flying by the seat of their pants often. Um, you know, there was, a, again, another one of these Facebook groups, and uh, John's actually an admin in. And, you know, somebody was talking about um, this sad story of some person he met that had been through four or five SEO providers and that they oversell and under, you know, deliver, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, it's as old as time for anybody who wants to be successful over any given period with, if you're a, a provider, you do have to look at what makes a client money. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's that simple. Like I, you know, I was telling you before the show, I got started getting the CRO, sorry for the folks listening, that's conversion rate optimization. So I started getting that stuff almost 10 years ago, and, and that's kind of a, a married little piece with what I do because I want to show that value. You know what I mean? Like if you're paying me a couple of grand a month, I need to be making you three or four. You know, there's it's, you, you have to be aware of that. You can't just be saying, well, look, I got you, you know, like the old days. We got them 10 first page number one listings. Yeah, for terms that don't bring any traffic and don't convert. So congratulations, exactly. bro. Like, you know, that's kind of pointless. Yeah, so, well, and, and in this case, what what I'm getting at here is we we decided that uh, well we, we we work with a lot of dentists and a lot of dentists get business but they don't realize where it's coming from yeah. so they get these reports from Google my business saying oh this is how many people contacted you and you know when we do our work doing local SEO we see that dramatically increase but they're like well we didn't get those calls from them well I understand I understand why you're saying that because you don't know that for sure and, and you know frankly a lot of them have been screwed by SEOs in the past so they don't yeah, trust but us, so. if you've seen a, you know if you've got tight analytics and reporting like I I use um, Google Data Studio for reporting now because it's a lot easier to set up custom reports at a glance stuff you know high level business intelligence that the custom, your clients can understand you know what I mean you don't want to be trolling around during a meeting through Google Analytics and trying to say look at this look at that no. you know but, but in this you know, case, I, I could, you know, if you could say, say, look, like organic traffic's increased exponentially to this X factor, and visits to the contact page have ex- exponentially increased, and all of a sudden you're getting more customers. You know, you gotta put two and two together here and understand that some of that's got to be coming from us. Yeah, I know tracking conversions and attribution in that model is a little tough, but still. Well, and in this case, we, we yes, we we certainly do that, but we're also I'm really enjoying um, call tracking. I'm putting that into Google My Business. It's been hugely revealing. Uh, like what I do is, if they're uh, you're still there, 
can't quite hear you right now. Um, let's double check everything is going here. Okay. Um, at any rate, what we do is we add uh, a phone number, a call tracking number to their Google My Business, move their old or their actual number into an additional number field, and all their business that comes through Google My Business by phone, direct call, will now be routed. And they get immediate notices of where they're coming from and, and the, the fact that they came from Google My Business. And they get inundated. As soon as we turn this on, they're inundated. Uh, and that's fantastic. I mean, there is this, all of a sudden they're like, oh, yes, it's working. What you've do, done is improving things. Obviously, we don't have any history there, but it is something of importance and it does uh, show things off significantly. Now, yeah. David, it's oh, there important, you are. Okay. Man. Like, you got to yeah. be able to prove your worth. You got to be able to show your value. Like, you can't, like, how many times have you gone into like a new client and said, yeah, the last guys, they said they were doing link building. I didn't get any reports. They said they did this and that. I don't have any reports. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, yeah. So they just, throwing money at, down the toilet every month and these guys don't send them nothing. It's like, okay. What, what cheeses me off the most though is, is well, one of the things is uh, HIPAA compliance in, in the States and we've got another one here. Name escapes me. I do so much work in the States. But um, if you do any kind of call tracking, all of a sudden, they, if you say you're a dentist or anything, the cost triples just because they want to be HIPAA, HIPAA compliance. Which you know is overinflation by a, 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 a huge degree. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just ridiculous. I get maybe forty percent more, maybe you know, or or even even double it. But yeah, times. but when I visit the dentist, I tend to think their rates are crazy too. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh. that is true. <laughs> um, at any rate, it's uh, I love that. I just love getting that data and really astounding the clients that they just had no idea they just get the calls people you know when you ask them because we get our clients to well ensure that they're asking where people are coming from oh i found you in google well how is that the paid ads is that the organic yeah, well, it becomes a little business? obtrusive at some point you know what i mean like yeah, yeah exactly so. you can't ask those questions no. so you really <laughs> don't know um and they don't know so we had, we're, you know, we're implementing these strategies to try to find out. But, you know, it does increase costs. Uh, it's not for everyone, but it's, it's certainly of, of some interest. So, ah, yes. you know, it's well, just like any kind of attribution, you know. Like I had a meeting um, recently and we were, you know, they brought in a couple of people on the team and, and we were, they were reviewing their social media team. And, you know, and obviously it, the investment hasn't been working out. So obviously I offered my company up to take over that. But um, but still attribution in social is tough too because that that's more of a discovery channel. You know what I mean? That's, that's somewhere they're, they're finding stuff. Then they might go and find go to Google then come and convert on your site. You know what I mean? If you don't have like Facebook Pixel or something involved, if you're not doing the paid, you know, a lot of the social stuff can be a starting point, a discovery element. You know, it doesn't, the attribution model isn't always easy to sort out with SEO. So. That's a or perfect social. segue. Let's let's take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about social. It's, I'm sure it's a, a thing we love. Anyway, we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them, to protect them, and keep them here forever because this community needs them. 
Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my stand-in co-host, which is David Harry, Senior SEO Consultant at Verve Developments. Hey, one thing we forgot to mention, David, is what is your website address for anyone interested? VerveDevelopments.com. That's All simple. Right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Verve Developments, for all your needs. (laughs) 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 That's right, Brasco, I'm taking over. From now on, (laughs) okay, all right, we'll stop that. (sighs) Verve Developments, so V-E-R-V, cool, got it. All right, so social, what are you finding these days? I mean, I I still see it only as a place to um, build awareness about content and hopefully, you know, attract some links. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, hopefully you get direct connection to SEO. It, it, to me, it's it, it's a, yeah, it, it does. Everything's going to tie in, you know. That your PR teams, your social teams, your mm-hmm. email teams, you know. Like I, I really think you work in SMB, like most of my stuff is. And back when I used to do a lot of corporate, I always found that that is the great one. You know, people complain about the leveler that it's not the way it used to be twenty years ago. The little guy and it's getting stomped on. But I think there is still an advantage there because a lot of large, larger corporations, it's almost like. Everybody fights for budget, so the PR team's not working with the social team's not working with the email team, not working with the PPC team who's not working with it. Like they get disjointed because it's almost like they're competing against each other. And if you've got a well-oiled machine as an SMB, you can you can compete. Like you need to align all those things so like so that the social team's on board with that piece of content you, you're pushing, that the email team you know teams on that, and everybody is. But you know, social. I, th- I think a lot of companies still struggle with it because they're they're so, or maybe not companies, maybe the people they're paying or whoever's doing the marketing. I, I find they struggle with it because they don't see understand the concept. Again, I had this meeting last week, and this is one of the things I brought up. They don't quite get the concept that the word is social, that that you're not spamming people. You're not like I said. You know, I use the analogy or the metaphor analogy of you don't walk into a bar with a with a you know, a, a sandwich board on you going, hey, how you doing? I work for so-and-so. <laughs> you know, like, you, you, know, you, you, you start don't? a conversation, you engage the person, you, you, then they say, hey, where do you work? And then there, and you, you start to develop that relationship from there. You don't, you don't just walk into any, so you don't walk to, up to someone on the group of people on the street and do the same thing. Oh, there, how you doing? I work for, okay, no, no, no. 
you know so it's about engaging you know and, and i've done it so many times at least with the stuff we do that once you start that engagement process if it's creating groups or or, or sharing articles through your channel that aren't about your business you know what I mean like let's say you're selling safes or something right well not, what? look at your demographic you've got people that obviously have something worth putting in a safe secondly it's a high end product so you know your demographic slightly higher so you're looking at jewelry you, you want to talk about that kind of stuff maybe home invasion stories maybe travel stories maybe you know um, high end restaurant review stories stuff like that yes. you know engage your demographic with information that isn't about you because they'll remember you that way. And, and the great thing with Facebook especially is the more people engage with you, liking and commenting this and that, the more you start to show up in their timeline, right? And, and then they'll share because obviously in you know, some cases that's a big product purchase. They've already bought from you. That's how they're on your list. So, well, they're not going to buy from us again. Yeah, but the pe- they might share one of your stories or two of the things you published on their timeline. And when they do that, people will follow your channel because of those news stories and those conversations you're having. And then when you put in your product stuff here and there, hey, they'll, hey, what's this? You know, you, you develop that relationship first. And I, I think so many companies that I run into, at least, aren't understanding it's social. Literally, it's yeah. you're supposed to be social. <laughs> you're not supposed to be out there spamming. You know, we got PPC, email marketing, and other things for that. You know, we, yeah. it's, it seems to be a foreign concept to a lot of marketing people that, that engagement and creating, you know, interest and, and activity around things is, and being social is kind of what the point of it is. Well, yeah, and, and it falls under the larger umbrella we call authority, really. I mean, right? You're, yeah. you're building authority yeah. by cr- creating, well, even for Google, just on your site alone, creating content that isn't necessarily sales content. Hello. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to do that all the time, just, but it has genuine benefit and is interesting. It's, it's not crap. <laughs> Which well, like like is. like in the instance I was given, it was actually I've got a client that builds safes, like those fancy ones that go on the wall. You they're hidden behind, you know, like woo, you know, James Bond kind of stuff. Ooh. And but you know, yeah. So we we put something on the blog a couple of weeks ago. I sat with one of my writers, and, and we put something there about when you're traveling with your valuables. You know how to check out a hotel and what kind of safe and security and deposit boxes and things they have for your stuff when you go down to the beach or whatever, like you're in, you know, down in Mexico or something. How, how to, what questions to ask, how to evaluate a hotel that you might be staying at. You know, so again, it's, we're not selling our product per se, but we're talking about something we're experts in and something we know about, you know what I mean? On a, and on a social level, because obviously I have that discussion with clients all the time. I, th- I think probably once every couple of weeks at least. And that is the full on look, this content, because we put together authority building plans. This content isn't designed to get you direct business. This is designed right. to build your authority. That yep. authority then builds the, the, the benefits and the, the, of your website and the ability for it to rank, the ability for people to really find your stuff interesting and then hopefully look at you as well. There's lots of different things it does. Um, it attracts links. It does everything. That authority is key. And yeah. it is so hard. Like, they'll get it. They'll hear it. They'll get it. And, and, I, and I, since, I, but since then a week later, since, they forget. <laughs> since we're SEO, well, that's what you got to keep doing it. But <laughs> since it's SEO 101, folks listening, um, what 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 uh, kind of ties in with what what we're talking about here is year after year for the last about three or four years now, um, Google puts out uh, uh, what's called the Google Raiders Guide, and what that is is essentially there's people at Google called Raiders, and and they look at the SERPs and they they say you know is that a good SERP or bad SERP this and that. Now for those folks listening, a bad SERP doesn't mean one that you're not in. Well, this is Google's crap. I'm not there. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get that one a lot too. But anyway, so one of the things they have in there 
is called EAT. And what EAT stands for is expertise, authority, and trust. And they break these down in various ways uh, of everything from, you know, policy pages, terms of service, things of that, um, how authoritative content is and things like what Ross is talking about. So, yeah, they're, they're you know, it, 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 I don't think there's like I've never really seen a lot of direct patents or anything towards that, but it is obviously something that they care about. So building that expertise, that authority and that trust, you know, is something that needs to be considered. And content, obviously, is a great place to do that. So Yeah, perfect. Okay, let's take a quick break. We take a last one here and, and we'll come back. We're going to talk a little bit about future of SEO. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. And my stand-in co-host is David Harry, Senior SEO Consultant at Verve Developments. So one of the things I'm talking on next week is the future of web marketing. And this is really interesting because, of course, talking about a big field i mean <laughs> it, we've got a lot we could touch on it's a bit overwhelming actually even studying for something like that because i don't know what questions are necessarily going to be thrown my way but what are your thoughts on the future of seo specifically did well seo specifically is reasonably easy to guess <laughs> like because you know it, it, the, the microcosm keeps shrinking you know what i mean it, it's all meta you know so we're looking at voice and google assistant and and google actions um, things of that nature, you know what I mean? It, it's you, you need to start tying those kind of things in with everything else you're doing. Um, if you want to get technical on that end, you can look at Rank Brain and things of that nature, where it kind of started with Hummingbird, which would be 2013, so not recent, but still, you know, enough of a massive change to to look at where it might go. And even there, like at Google, as Google understands uh, concepts better, meaning what they always call things, not strings. 
that you, as an SEO creating content, you and what you're doing architecturally, start to consider this. You know what I mean? Like building out, you know, bulk, I, I call them semantic baskets, meaning like, you know, there's certain heavy, you know, keyword terms or concepts around a client. I, I start to build out, you know, evergreen or blog content or things of that nature around that, you know, and, and so you don't, you know, I remember E. Howe once in a part of time, kind of oh like Wikipedia, used, used <laughs> to rank for everything, right? E. Howe, like Eric Wu was over there, he's a buddy of mine, and, you know, they, how to change a tire, how to change a flat tire, how to, you know, like, they have like 10 different ways to say the same thing, and it worked, you know, back in 2010, because Google was very keyword and, and, and term specific, they weren't as evolved, you know what I mean? So, it was a dark period, I got so tired of E. Howe. Yeah, yeah. It was like eBay and Wiki, and like they were all just at the top. Everything was like, oh god, you know. So, but yeah, so so that evolution, uh, search-wise, in how they understand concepts and how they understand words differently, is something that you know. Again, it's not new, but it's still really virgin territory for a lot of SEOs. Like it, it's really only some of the smarter ones that I run into that understand those kind of concepts. So I think part of the future SEO is catching up with the past. <laughs> so, you know, I think some people need to really get a handle on where we've come from and where we are now. But going forward, dude, it's, it's you know, you got to just look at that mobile. You got to look at that microcosms of, of localization. Um, you have to look at voice, which includes Google Actions, and the, which is Google Assistant and things of that nature. Conversational search, the same kind of thing. You know, how do you, how do you um, tag along in, in, a, in a conversational search environment? How do you deal with that? And, and I think a lot of it comes down to just using the technology. You know what I mean? Just like literally, I'm still one of those idiots that will go into a bar and hand someone my Android and say, okay, go find this. How would you do it? <laughs> but now, just do it with voice, <laughs> you know, and, and, and see how, the, <laughs> see how the, the average user goes about these tasks, you know what I mean, and adapt to it. But, you know, in, in the next five to ten years, man, it, that people, people are already getting pretty used to talking to their devices, you know what I mean? And I, I don't see that going anywhere, really. Yeah, John was saying the other day that one in four people last Christmas searched for their item <clears throat> using mobile, a voice. That's pretty impressive. That. Way higher than I thought. Well, Dave always exaggerated numbers. Come on, like you know, and and, and you know, it's the old gift that I keep using. It depends, <laughs> like you know, like you know, if you've got you know a smaller end product or something like that, then that you've got a different set of things you have to worry about than if you have a high end product. You know, no one's gonna just like mobile voice search a new refrigerator in most cases. So they're gonna find their their leads from there, and then they're gonna go home on their desktop and research it deeper, et cetera, et cetera. You know. So yeah, it, it's always dependent on on the query space, on the product, and or the service, or what your conversion points are. You know, I I don't think yeah. I mean, I I do see that it doesn't seem like rocket science, but I I don't know. I keep feeling like there's something we're we're gonna. Well, there's always something that comes out of left field. There's always something <laughs> that never seems to fail. But well, yeah, well, no, the Google Actions is something that again I don't. Again, I I watch just like you. I'm watching the news every week, so I got stuff to talk about on our show and. You know, I, there's not people, still not, you know, in our, our shows we talk about it, my dojo groups and my dojo Skype rooms and stuff, people talk about this stuff, but uh, publicly speaking, I don't I don't see a lot still going on around conversational search, about voice search, about Google Actions, Google Assistant, things of that nature, you know, but I, I things are always a bit lagging, you know, we, they started saying the year of mobile in what, 2008, and it didn't happen until like 11 or 12, <laughs> it was like, you yes. know, so... It is true, oh. and I, I'm glad for that, because <laughs> you know we, like you said, we're slowing down. 
<laughs> so yeah, you know, it's going to be a lot of that. You know, like you're going to have all your your Google-enabled devices of every kind. You know, like I was joking with you before the show. We did. We we were talking about the, this whole thing the other day, and everyone the show was going, "Okay, Google." You know, and they were like looking at their phones to do stuff. Next thing, everyone in the chat's going, "Would you stop that? <laughs> My phone keeps going off. I'm trying to listen to the show." <laughs> okay, Google. You know, oh, so. you're just trying to make friends, aren't you, on the show? Yeah, well, um. it's always on. It's, 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 well, at least I didn't do the query I was saying earlier. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. always on. It's always there, and it's it, it'll, it'll become that ubiquitous element. You know what I mean? That that you know, and well. and I think to a degree, it sounds crazy that it's a tie-in, but I think it's always has been. Is your customer service and, and your ability to please consumers once you get them will become at a premium. Because once Google Assistant's locked in who your dentist is, once Google Assistant's locked in what your favorite store is or this and that, you won't really be given as many options. You know, it, like say you forgot the URL of your, you know, favorite, you know, bicycle supplier website. You'd go to Google, type in that, and all of a sudden there could be some other PPC ads because someone's bidding against them. Well, when Google Assistant locks that in, okay, Google, um, call Bicycle Supplier, or okay, Google, go to Bicycle Supplier website. It'll just take you there. So you're not going to end up in that navigational search that might, if you're bidding against your competitor's term, where you might have that chance to maybe have them come look at you as an alternate, as an option. You know, I think some of that... Um, is going to go away once this Google Assistant thing is fully fledged out and people are using it. So, well, and I, I think what's really interesting again because I'm doing all this research now. I'm I'm fully into gadgetry. I've got Google Homes in almost every room in our house. They they know way too much about me, um, but uh, way too much. Um, but what fascinates me is how uh, how businesses are going to be able to manage this online with e-commerce being so big amazon taking all the sales uh, so okay. many things going online businesses are going to have to crank up their experience level for clients yep. it's going to have to I think be that's epic. what it is and i think that's yeah. good for consumers and good for everyone yeah i mean you can't just compete in price you got to compete in delivery you got to compete in customer service you got to compete in every avenue of a business to, which is to kind of like a, a switchback and word of, to the, word of mouth to the 20s that, the 10s word of mouth also when, becomes a premium too doesn't it because that word of mouth yeah. now becomes important because Huge. you're not getting that visibility you used to so you're counting on people that are good customers that you've given good service to of telling their friends you know so yeah but back you look back in the 1910s and 1920s where Man, they treated you like gold. If you walked in that door, you were gold. You, 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 it's just everything, everything. Well, that's hap that's right. gone away. Because that's that word of mouth, gonna, right? You don't yeah. have any internet. You don't have radio. You don't have TV. So word of mouth <laughs> is like, you know, that's it. So I see that coming back. Where do, you, where do you get a good bicycle yeah. tire? Oh, Bob Jones down the street has some great stuff. Good yeah, prices, yeah. and he's really an excellent guy. You know, like, good you know, family. Good family, you know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's going to be really neat. dinner to that. <laughs> house the other day and I was just getting a bicycle tire pump you know <laughs> <laughs> he had some fresh baked cookies and yeah, hey, yeah, was, yeah I love that place. <laughs> I don't eat breakfast anymore I just go down and get a new uh, <laughs> tire a couple times a week oh god well it, it is fascinating We're, I mean really there should be a whole show just about this because it's neat there's a whole lot of stuff I'm looking into that I'll share in one of our, our future episodes uh, I'll just do a big download from what we talked about at this conference but uh that's pretty neat. Are you near? Where are you? Are you near Alberta or are you Ontario? Oh, Ontario, Ontario, brothers. Oh, okay. I see that. Hoping you can make it, but all right, makes sense. Well, thank you for me being here, man. Really appreciate it. Oh, anytime.
them anytime. Like yeah. I, said, I, I talk this stuff all day long, every day. So <laughs> I pr- pretty much, I just have to give you a question and just sit back. Well, right? yeah, yeah. It's, you know, this is just normal everyday <laughs> stuff. That's what we do. If it's not a customer, it's somebody I'm mentoring, or it's another show. Like I, you know, Bill and Ammon, I go help them out every week, and it's just, yeah, it's just. Again, it's what I. It's just life. It's just you get to That's a point. Fair. It's just constantly on the mind. It's just what you do. It's you it's know. fun. It's a lot of fun. I love. It. I, I love it. You know, I'm 20 years in officially now, so. Nice. Yeah, ninety-eight, man. Oh yeah, ninety-seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah, started ninety-eight. It's just you know, it's just is. It's just who I am. Uh, I well, you've uh, definitely been more immersed in it than I have. I, I'm more business esque. I love. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I know a few things about SEO, but you are definitely more cutting edge, and it's always interesting to hear from you. So I appreciate you coming on. So any listeners out there, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Google. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which are at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.